Genre. to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze, celebrate, and try to join the varsity basketball team in Spider-Man 3, <laughs> one questionable continuity minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Zach Luna. And we have uh, a special special guest this week. Yes. Uh, it's a special sort of week. Yeah. We, we decided to call this uh, Bethany's week, I guess. Right. We've talked about them a lot on the show. Uh, we've made reference to how weird it is that uh, Zach and I are both dating someone named Bethany, and uh, now they're both here. So welcome to Bethany's week. Yeah. Woo-hoo. First Hello. up, we've got Thank Bethany you. Huey. That's me. Hi. Hi. Hello. That's my Bethany. <laughs> uh huh. And then my Bethany, Bethany Whirl. Hello. <laughs> Yay. Yay. We did it. Good. All We're here. The, <laughs> well all of the Infinity Stones are in the same place. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> very fun. <laughs> it's true. We're too powerful now. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so today we are here to talk about Minute 41 of Spider-Man 3, which begins with uh, Stan Lee uh, telling Peter Parker that uh, he supposes one person really can make a difference. Aw. And ends with uh, uh, Peter agreeing with Harry that he is not hurting for money. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, He's not wrong. Well, okay. So let's talk about Stan Lee first. Yeah. Um, Now, I think that this, I think that this bit, like of all of his cameos, um, I mean, I think that this one was outdone by, uh, by Into the Spider-Verse, I think. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. Ultimately, as far as like, meaningful uh uh kind of uh, uh not just like a random funny right. cameo yeah because um, this is very earnest mm-hmm. uh and i think after this because like the next cameo he has is uh amazing spider-man and oh yeah. in a spider-man movie yeah, yeah um, is, movie. is amazing spider-man oh. which is a great cameo but it's much more like it's, a it's, great cameo it's a fun actiony guy yeah, yeah and it's it's a silly cameo it's you know it's the library one yeah where, where he's listening on the headphones while and the there's fight's the fight's behind. happening behind him. right yeah. right which is more like in the style bit. of like the marvel studios yeah. stuff that yeah. they have him do which it's is less more of a meaningful cameo. it's yeah, just yeah. genuine it's right. just really just like Oh, here's Stan Lee. He's going to say a nice thing, mm-hmm. and it's meaningful to the movie and to your knowledge of Stan if you have it or not. Yeah. Um, I feel like this was made fun of a lot uh, when it came out because they were like, if I'm not mistaken, this might have been like one of the first times they let him like actually say something. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think he might have said something in Fantastic Four before yeah. this. Something quick. Because um, he was like a mailman in the oh. Fantastic Four. Really? Yeah, uh, I think so. What um, was? Can I ask this? What was his first cameo? His first cameo? Uh, it was X uh, Men, I think. Yeah, yeah. He was a was hot he? dog vendor on the oh, beach. Oh, that's right. When the mayor, <gasps> the mayor, what is a uh, senator? It's yes, a senator when he washes up. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. guy who's turning into a jellyfish. Yeah. yeah. He's oh, like, okay, got it, got it, got it. Butt crack out. Okay, cool. So yeah, I mean, if you look at the cameos he's had before this movie, they are all kind of jokes. So this, I mean, people they're are very used they're to making. They're I mean, they're they're like they're like literal cameos. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like the movie's not like stopping to like point out Stan Lee before. It's just like, oh, right. you know, in this scene in the background, the guy pulling the person out of the way of the rubble—that's Stan Lee. Right. Yeah. It's not a thing. Right. This is like we're making the movie 
acknowledge Stan Lee. Right. Which plays normally now because as we do with all of them. Right. But I, I think people just thought it was like too cheesy at the time. Yeah. Well, and I think I think it, 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 it does play a little cheesy because like it's not it's it, the one person really can make it like, why is this stranger telling this other stranger this? <laughs> um, he doesn't know Peter. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know Peter. He doesn't know the Peter Spider-Man. He doesn't even really know. There's lots of things he could be reading yeah. over there. <laughs> He's just coming up to this random person. Yeah. Cause it's just a ticker. It's mm-hmm. not a, it's not a, um, it's not like a TV re- news report or right. anything like that. It's yeah. just like a, a ticker going by. Uh, and he says this to this uh, stranger. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, I think that if this, if if there were to be like a screening of this movie, mm-hmm. I think that this scene would play like gangbusters now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, now, oh, now that he's dead. Applause. I know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, watching it just now, I was just like, oh, Stan. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it's the, very like nice. Before, it's just one of those things, I think, where people didn't really appreciate him yet because mm-hmm. like only mm-hmm. the comic book fans really knew who he was. Yeah. Right. right. And everyone's like, you know, just, who's this kooky old guy they keep throwing in? Yeah. Right. Every it's a little movie. self-indulgent. Marvel, Marvel yeah. has made him. Yeah, much more of a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even like a year later in Iron Man when he was uh, uh, mistaken for Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh, great. That was like great the, bit. Yeah, that was like that was like the first time that I think people were like, "Oh, he's he's he can be funny." Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll let him act a little bit in the Hulk movie when he gets to drink a dumb thing and then like, you know, oh no. Right. Like but 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 now it was just Okay, Stan Lee. I, I feel like yeah. pull this person out of the way. Now pull this person out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Be scared. Yeah. yeah. And and this much like the one in Into the Spider-Verse which they made right before his death mm-hmm. would be meaningful anyway but feels way way more uh, I don't know, touching now. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Especially you made a, a note about him saying "Nuff said." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because why? Well, that that was his like his catchphrase in the uh the pen letters the letters from the editor he would right. write yeah them. which um, is really cool yeah yeah, yeah. he's he would, doing his stanley thing he would do you know he would go on a big diatribe about you know social injustice or whatever and then he would he would make a point and then say enough said excelsior stanley yeah. and that would be that would how yeah. he would sign it off um and then actually enough said became a uh uh, uh, uh like a like a once a decade or so kind of marvel event where like they would have um, usually on a fifth week. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't read comics, what a fifth week <laughs> is is basically like all comics are sort of designed to come out like schedule wise every four weeks. Uh. Um, but every once in a while, you get a month that has five weeks in it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. they don't want to release the same book twice a month, so they hold it off and then they put out other extra material on a fifth week, like uh. annuals and, and things like that. Or That's cool. sometimes when things are late. They'll put them on the fifth week. Right. Gotcha. And so every once in a while, they'll do what's called a fifth week event where they like, they're like, we don't have anything to put out for a fifth week. So we're going to do this thing. And one of those things was uh, uh, Nuff Said, which was uh, a week where every comic they published had no dialogue in it. Yeah. It was, oh. they were all silent issues. Wow. That's fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it is fun. And, <laughs> and it takes a lot of work to do that, to write that and to, to draw it and all of that. Because you have to be a very good storyteller to be yeah. able to tell a story without right. any dialogue or writing. Um, the problem is that uh, comic fans are dumb <laughs> and uh, they don't like that because uh, they're like, I paid $4 for like a bunch of pictures. <laughs> 
<laughs> because they don't they don't they don't understand the amount of work too. they're like no one even wrote this um and because they don't understand how things what work. writing is yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah. writing's just words right that's, yeah it's just dialogue yeah it's just dialogue right yeah. that's what it means yeah, yeah. oh boy yeah. um things haven't changed since dan's time yeah so um, it's it's a loaded <laughs> phrase it's an important phrase yeah and he says enough said there. there's definitely yeah. a legacy to it i do like the little like cute music sting that comes in there the like the wholesome stan lee transitional like <laughs> music thing they have yeah, yeah. To get out of this scene yeah i mean cause otherwise it's a very awkward transition yeah it's just like, be like okay <laughs> toby and some random old guy and then uh, cut, to. cut to a mansion yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but they have that nice little... shot of the craziest mansion i've ever seen <laughs> yes this is yeah. the um the tudor city uh like i I know, I know New York has a lot of history, but I just can't even fathom that that building exists. Well, it's weird because it's it not yeah. so cool. It's, it's like fake history, you know, because it's Tudor revival style. Like it, it wasn't around. Yeah, it's like modeled after something that. that yeah, like wasn't this, this whole there. thing. It was almost like a uh, um, like a marketing stunt. This like apartment complex they wanted to build and like make it seem cooler with this like I old go on a Tudor tour style of this architecture. Place. Huh. Yeah. So is this not actually a mansion? It is actually a it mansion. Is, oh. but it's on like the top. It's almost like a penthouse suite on a normal building. Like yeah, the, okay. The but top of the building is this mansion, but everything underneath it right. is like do, different apartment Do complex. people actually okay. live here? People live there, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who's so, like, living there currently? Um, I don't know who is physically in One of the in richest it, people in New York. We looked at it afford it. Like in 2015 or 16, it was on the market again. It was like a couple million dollars to uh, rent out or whatever, uh, the, the big the big penthouse at the top that looks like a mansion. Uh -huh. yeah. But all of the all of the lower units, there's like a little U-shaped circle of similar buildings. This is the only one that has the mansion on top of it. Uh -huh. um, and it's just like, they oh, should live in Manhattan and like, it's cooler now. Museum tours uh, there yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that. That's, I would pay money that's for that. what I would have assumed it was. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have assumed that this people This is where they filmed Spider-Man yeah. 3. Yeah. <laughs> and all the other Spider-Man I, I would go. Except the inside, the inside wouldn't look anything like it does in the movie, right? No, because the, the inside, inside is a set. It was a set, but maybe they did they model it off of? Well, the inside is two things. It is a set on the Sony sound stages, and then this, this hallway they go through is at a place called Greystone Mansion, which is here in Beverly Hills. Oh. What? Yeah. I want to go to there. And it's it's also a Tudor revival style building. So some oh, so okay. are we trying to I mean, revive the, 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 the like shape of the space doesn't match, but at least the architecture style yeah. does. <laughs> um but yeah, it's used a lot in movies yeah, where they it, need it a just, mansion. It looks like okay. a brick capital building just stuck in the middle of just like on top of yeah. a regular it's like, a, it's like yeah. a castle in the sky it, it, yeah. it reminds me of like it make, if somebody had told me that like oh yeah a really rich guy had a mansion and then he had to go to New York but he wanted to live in the same house so yeah. they just airlifted his mansion, mansion and, and plopped put it, it on top of yeah. the yeah. and I would have been like yeah that, that checks yeah, okay. out that probably yeah. makes yeah, sense yeah it makes yeah. sense or like, yeah. like how Dracula has to like sleep in the dirt from his like home <laughs> yeah. or whatever yeah. so they Until, brought it brick by yeah. brick over and rebuilt it oh yeah yeah exactly definitely a vampire lives there and then Right. Oh um, man! Yeah. We, this do, greeting. Do we see a lot of the Osborne house in the comics? No, it. I mean, it's not this. It's, yeah, it's, it's usually like a standalone mansion. But it, people always change how it looks. Yeah, it's, like it's just supposed to be a fancy mansion house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're it's, rich. It's like the X Men mansion. Yeah. Well, funny you should say that because Greystone Mansion, where they shot the interiors is here, they, is where they shot some of the interiors no of the first X Men movie. Oh. Wow. Now it all makes sense. It's that also when uh, yeah. you know, and there will be blood. Uh, the end of that movie with the bowling alley yeah that, yeah that bowling alley is the basement of graystone oh, oh wow yeah. <laughs> that's 
That's Fun crazy. facts. Yeah. With architecture. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, nice. Now so, this greeting. Oh, how's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bernard. Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. I, I. So, okay. So this whole Bernard storyline in this, which <laughs> is, it's insane that he has a storyline because <laughs> yeah. um, he is, he's just Bill Paxton's father. Yes. Uh, who uh, just wanted to like get into acting very late in his life. And Bill oh. Paxton, having worked with Sam Raimi before, was just like, can you cast can my you, father? Can you please just put my father in like a little Aww. role? He won't bother anybody. Aww. He'd love it so much. That's He's actually like, sure. the sweetest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. I, that, that totally checks out with his performance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now that I'm seeing it. So, so he, he casts him in this thing, but it's not supposed to be like a major role. It's just supposed no. to be a little thing. Yeah. This storyline happens because of the, uh, contention of that, oh, right of the screenplay of the screenplay because mm. originally because like in this in the version of the movie that we get yeah. it's Bernard who tells him that your father died by his own glider I right. saw the wounds right. and, you know whatever yeah. and and that's how he is convinced to go help Peter in the third act right um, in the original draft it's actually Gwen Stacy not Mary Jane who gets kidnapped at the end of the movie and it's Mary Jane who goes to Harry and is like you have to help Peter oh. Oh. My, I like that so much better. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. gosh, it's so much better. Yeah, but when you condense everything, you, you and you gotta, can't build up Gwen Stacy enough for it to be important. Yeah, you yeah. have to you have to cut to the chase a little bit more. Dang. And this is what this is one of the casualties of that is that he we got a, a full storyline with Bernard here, which um, like a very conspicuous band aid of a fix. It, yeah, when Zach and I were rewatching this, we were like. What has he been doing this whole time? Just butlering himself in the whole building? Like, who else lives there? Who is he attending to? Yeah. If yeah. Harry's had amnesia and has been stuck in the hospital, like, what has he been doing? It's just like Downton Abbey, you he's, know? He's just continuing his just duties. reads books. Yeah. Looks out the window. Buttering right. around, waiting to go, welcome home, Harry. <laughs> Practicing like, in the mirror about how to say yeah. welcome home. <laughs> Le- leaning over the balcony, saying, I'm the king of the world. Right. Yeah. yeah. He hears, like, something hit the window, like a bird or a leaf, and he gets up, oh, welcome home. Oh, Oh no! Oh, no, sorry. it's not. <laughs> and sits back down and waits another Polishing four hours. Polishing the green goblin. Welcome. Oh no! No, no. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So he gives him like a hug, which I you know they're it's just a very earnest hug. It is. Yeah. And it's like he's been gone for a while. He, I think they're trying to establish him as like a as like a uh, an Alfred. Yeah, to, yeah, for sure. To Harry's Bruce Wayne, but like yeah. that was not their relationship. No, in the previous and more movie. of like a caretaker for him, but not at all. Like, yeah, come on. Also, he's a grown man. Yeah, like, he, <laughs> he's not like a child. Yeah. He wasn't raised by Bernard. Yeah, <laughs> is he a grown man though? Because things are about to get weird. He, uh, I mean, <laughs> and also. Wait, did we get to the to the part yet where he goes? Sure. Well, we're about there. Yeah, because yeah. the greeting, like he gives a big hug to Harry. He says. And like <laughs> Peter, Peter's the houseman, and he just goes, "Sure." Like that. Yeah, <laughs> like he responds to Peter, just be like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> I don't know. It almost feels like uh, that was that was just the only improvised. Take. It, it didn't. didn't I don't. Get know. Cut. I, I went and looked at the deleted scenes and bloopers from uh, Spider-Man Three. They don't really include deleted scenes, but there are a fair few bloopers on here, and one of them is just like John Paxton here unable to finish a single line of dialogue like in one take like he just would always forget the words and they would just try over and over so so this is probably a good time to bring up the fact that um you and i are entirely convinced and we'll have to share this theory now with the two of you Mm -hmm. entirely convinced that what james franco is doing in this movie is a uh without the accent a tommy wiseau impression 
like a tribute. What? Yes. Yeah, like a tribute. Like because like this this bit I can see that. This bit where he gives him the basketball it's oh, so random. Yeah. It's so random and feels like something right out of the room. Like oh it was something God. that was Harry's idea. Like or, he had uh, just uh, seen uh, it for the James, first James time before he filmed this movie, became obsessed with it. And it was like, we got to implement a scene in this where they're just playing basketball together. Which yeah. tracks with the in, timeline in the that he's stated <laughs> about yeah. like when he saw first saw the room and got obsessed with it. It wasn't when it first came out in 2003. It was like a year later or two. Yeah. Like I, thought like it was, oh. I thought it was much later than that, though. When like, he first saw it? Yeah. Like I remember reading an interview or hearing an interview or something that he when he and Dave were talking about like watching the room like almost a decade after it had come out. Yeah. And then like, or not almost a decade because I guess that would be 2015. They made their movie in like 2017 or whatever. Right. But he got but obsessed with it, the there film was, it was, in the 2000s. It was much later because I, but I don't know, maybe. Well, fact check. It, I mean, it's I, so. This scene makes so much sense if that's the reason yeah. behind it. Yeah. Because these are scenes that had to be added late in order to adjust for the story change. Right. And they are ones that like James would have had more like creative input on. And like right before this, in between Spider-Man 2 and 3, he was making his own weird experimental films for the first time. Right. Like bankrolling his own dumb movies where like he wrote one where he was like a guy in an apartment with a chimpanzee just because. Is this when he did the James Dean movie? <laughs> no, that was way earlier. <laughs> that was, that was earlier, earlier yeah. in his yeah, career. Yeah, no, he had, a, he had a movie, he directed a movie, wrote and directed a movie where he his roommate was a chimpanzee in a Hawaiian shirt and it was just a guy dressed as a chimpanzee, not an actual chimpanzee. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, and that and it was just, it was a terrible movie and it, 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 it feels... I really want to see Like he that. just wanted the experience of making a terrible movie. Right, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. I really so so why that. do you think, like, let's say that's true. Why do you think he would try to put that into this role as Harry? Just like, <laughs> because I think he was bored. Oh, just, okay. Yeah, just to sneak in, yeah. like, oh, this is what. This is how this, he has fun. Like, yeah, yeah, like this is. I mean, he's in this franchise, and he probably already knows that this movie is going to be terrible. So yeah, maybe he's like, I was it like in this scene, like a know. sinking ship scenario? Yeah, like yeah. I might as well throw in a tribute to Izo, even though nobody will understand it. Like it's something easily he could easily sneak in that yeah. the producers and director aren't going to like question it. Right, right. <laughs> I think I think he's I think he's uh, bored of being a leading man type. Yeah, because right after this, like the next year is when he does Pineapple Express. Yeah, oh, and then everything okay. changes yeah, for his yeah. career. Yeah, it all shifts. Yeah, um, he stops being pretty boy leading man guy. He gets guy. to be a funny Apatow guy. Yeah, and he gets to be a weirdo. <laughs> like, yeah. and that's that's sort of where he still is. I mean, he's really nothing now. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but for like the 10 years after Pineapple Express, that's he was like weirdo guy, and that culminated in yeah. playing Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I love it. It just wow. feels so. I mean, it, like it literally comes out of frame, like out of nowhere when Peter pulls this basketball. Like, yes. It, uh, yeah. Have we ever seen them ever <laughs> speak about basketball before? No. And that's where it's my questionable continuity scene. thing comes from because we watched the first movie. I don't know if any of you remember this, <laughs> but we watched that first movie. Yeah. And Harry was a new student at the end of the senior year of school. Oh, so, wow. So what, yeah. what, when did they, when did they Wait, try really? out for yeah, basketball? When did they try out for basketball? Yeah. Yeah. Because the the opening, the introduction of Harry Osborne is him in the car with his father. Oh, right. when he's a new student as a rich kid. He's, and yeah, he's, he's got kicked about. out of other schools and they're like, yeah. Well, like, but I mean, he gets maybe, along with Peter. Maybe in they, the two weeks that he's known Peter, was that when they so, like? Yeah. So no, but they definitely established that it was a new friendship. Like, what if he was transferring schools and he knew Peter before that? Like, he met him. I don't know. Oh, like if they were science stuff. They were already friends, <laughs> yeah. but not co. Uh, although I really That's, don't understand that. Yeah, either, but yeah, it's yeah. a stretch. But yeah, because I mean, the they're, they're so familiar. Thing, mm -hmm. 
in that first movie anyways i would yeah. i would buy that we've yeah. already seen that they're willing to stretch continuity like that if it's not a thing that bothers them like reintroducing Eddie Brock when there was already a nod at him in the first film. Right. Yeah, about like, like having worked at the bugle. Oh, Eddie's think, trying to like, get the people photo. People will forget that. Yeah. yeah. And they were right at the time. They, they I, didn't think there'd be podcasts analyzing them minute by minute. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you're, if you're doing this series, like the very first thing that I do before I start working on the sequel is rewatching the first movie. Like, I feel like if I'm making a sequel, <laughs> like I'm going to rewatch the movies that came before yeah, to try and build off of like little details and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Also, this prop itself does not look like an old basketball at all. It is fresh marker that says Parker. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> our, our old ball out. from back in the day. You made a great comment about how like Aunt May has moved houses at this point. So if he were to go actually get this basketball and dig through like boxes of stuff, probably in her attic to find it, like what? But she doesn't even have an attic she anymore. She wouldn't even have. Yeah. Like yeah. how would he even get this old ball that they supposedly My took? old ball from back in the day. From Maybe. back in the day, you know, like a few years ago when Maybe we were trying to get cheerleaders. You just held on to it. I don't know. Maybe it's just like under his bed in the studio yeah. apartment just yeah. waiting. Well, there's a lot of weird stuff like that in this where it's only, he's only supposed to be like 20 one yeah in this. It's and not that long of a time no which <laughs> and, and by the way 21 and he's wanting to propose to his girlfriend that's yeah B- peter come on intense yeah uh, intense. I, I i i will defend that because <laughs> i remember being 21 and thinking like a i'm really old b uh yeah. high school was a million years ago <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know true. like yeah. oh i'm ready to get married I'm ready to get married and have kids that's pretty much every yeah <laughs> yeah you, you think you're kid, so you. old when you're 21 and then you look back and you're like yeah Jesus, holy crap what the heck was i thinking yeah. yeah yeah i guess nobody feels more like world weary than a 20 year old you know yeah yeah you just got out of being in, a, in the school system for your entire life it's you feel like you're ready for anything right <laughs> yes well, they they are i hope they're ready for a lot of stuff because things oh, are gonna get boy. crazy for me too, uh, <laughs> and the fact that we're supposed to believe that peter parker was like wanted to be wanted to get a cheerleader <laughs> Like oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we like, tried to we tried that, out for the basketball team for the cheerleaders. For the cheerleaders. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like it's not blue. Oh yeah, <laughs> Tobey Maguire, you don't pull that off. <laughs> well, I mean, I Tobey Maguire could, I guess. I just think that our established version of Peter, who like could could barely talk to Mary Jane, mm-hmm. his like childhood crush, yeah. sure. in the backyard. And they're both kind of just like socially awkward. Yeah, nerds. yeah. It's like, like, yeah. It's not like Harry's like a cool guy at the school. Yeah, I mean, he's James Franco, so he looks handsome or whatever but he wasn't like he didn't really look that handsome in the first movie like he was a little weaselly in the first movie sure yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's not like they were the big kids on campus or like I remember when we you know what it it reminds me of that bit in one of the Star Wars prequels where like Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, oh the elevator they're in an elevator and they're like remember that time on (laughs) such and such planet that we did all that stuff (laughs) yeah it wasn't that nice we're great friends we're great friends (laughs) is this making does it it seemed like we're great friends. Good, you were like good. a son to me. I like <laughs> You're yeah, the chosen one. <laughs> I think that's more of the yeah. That's interesting the continuity with the surprise jock mentality. Yeah. yeah, it's just so bizarre. And we the tone that we like halfway into this minute, the tone is a totally different movie for the next couple of days that we're on this podcast. Yeah, it's very weird. It is very weird. And the only thing that makes sense is the Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, of it yeah. all. Yeah, and and could it be just like maybe Harry's 
thinking that he had this reality and he's trying to figure out like who he was and mm. Peter's just enabling that because he wants to <laughs> help make him. him happy whatever he th- yeah man <laughs> do we, you think we he wanted to do that for cheerleaders sure like, like he heard Harry talk about basketball or something in the hospital and they left and went out and got a basketball like, yeah. and like yeah. wrote on it with Sharpie yeah. the day before that, that doing whatever he can we theorizing we're like maybe he's just like really trying to play hard on the amnesia thing and be yeah. like don't you remember our childhood together like yeah. he yeah. wouldn't ever be angry at me for See, any we reason. <laughs> we're best friends. Harry, basketball. I'm not your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> also, do you think that Bernard is so happy to see Harry because Harry has amnesia? Oh, <laughs> Where Harry, we were, we're best buds, man. Yeah, yeah. like now he well, gets to play that off. I'm your father figure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, and not just that, but like the the fact that like he's been like a a, a raging psychopath, like injecting himself with goblin serum and experimenting yeah. in the building goblin explosives and to watch yeah for like a full year and like he's back and he's like harry you're a real human being again because <laughs> this movie is just everybody enabling harry to be a different person yeah. <laughs> everybody enables harry guys That's we right. got a chance we can change who he is <laughs> quick we can remold him. Give me the basketball. He should have said that he had a girlfriend then if he really wanted him to feel better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, but how he does goes, he follow that up? Not that I Peter know can, of. <laughs> Peter can bring in a fake basketball. I don't know how some, like, Houseman is going to produce a girlfriend How they can set up a fake girlfriend. Him. That would be a much more interesting film than what we actually get. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to convince Harry that he's a better person. <laughs> 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 that he has a better life than his dad getting murdered by Spider-Man. <laughs> like Spider-Man Overboard? Well, yeah. we talked about how much... Yeah. We, we talked <laughs> about how much we kind of wanted like earlier we talked about how much we wanted uh, uh, sort of like a sequel to the raindrops keep falling on my head scene yes from Spider-Man 2 but in this one instead it's it's him and Harry like doing best friend stuff yeah together. <laughs> like riding a riding a tandem bike through the park and yeah. things like that and then, and then at the end of it it's just Bernard standing by a fireplace burning a letter saying sometimes the truth isn't good enough <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we uh, should have written this movie. Sometimes people die. <laughs> yeah. Two, two uh, queens, uh, best friend. You're my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I can see it. The every every week on this show, the like alternate dimension uh, viewing machine feels more like a reality. Like I can just picture that in my head right yeah. now. Yeah, so. peeking through the fabric of the universe to another dimension where that did happen in the multiverse. Yeah. Um, um, peak, I don't know. Peak the room in this scene, I think, for me is uh, when. Uh, Peter steals the basketball from Harry and then they they play basketball a little bit <laughs> in the hall. Play in quotations? Yeah. yeah. Wait, can you say your note that you wrote down about that specific action? What, the specific action of Peter? About, how about how like while they were filming, they probably felt so cool. Oh, right. So, <laughs> so we, we so look at, at the back half of this, the, like, the, the move that happens when he like steals the ball and and I think it's either in this minute or next week. I'm going to double check right now where Peter pulls off a like behind the back pass yeah. in the hallway. Yeah. And it's so awkward, but he, there it is. Yeah. So it's in this minute, uh, like 48 ish seconds in they're in the big hallway going down, doing stuff. And he passes it back to Harry behind his back. And there's, <laughs> you must've th- like on the day, I bet they were so, so proud of that. Yeah. They're like, we did it. Like, we timed it at all. It looked really cool. And yeah. it doesn't look cool at all. It doesn't look all. cool at all. Like, <laughs> like, Toby probably was like, I learned this from playing basketball with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they had, like, they had really tried to, like, choreograph this out on the day. And, like, and oh, this just will be looks fun. like two goofs not really knowing how to play basketball. <laughs> Children. Yeah. There's also just something weird about Toby's walk. 
Uh, yes, yeah. right. It's it's, it's like it's so like goofy. It's kind of just like throwing his leg in front of the other. Like he's not like really walking. It's like is that is that because of the accident? Maybe back. I don't know. It's almost like he's like wearing chaps we can't see or something. Like yeah. he's got to like really get a hitch in his step to move his legs right. Yeah, yeah. It's just supremely too, too awkward. Much horseback riding. Is that what happens? <laughs> No, it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was prepared to believe that 100%. Too much horseback riding. I mean, I think that's the joke with like the the bow-legged cowboy. Yeah. Trope, oh, sure, right. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't think that's a real thing. And I don't no. think that would happen having like done one horse horse movie. One horse. I did you two horse movies? One. I oh, just one. What? Yeah. Wait. See, well, the, he did Wait, the... you guys have never heard of Sea Biscuit 2? This gets back. <laughs> this gets back. <laughs> Can you please make that movie? <laughs> yeah, sure. Biscuits back. Biscuits Guess back. who's back? <laughs> Biscuits back. <laughs> Tell He's us back. See Biscuit <laughs> die? No, no. I he mean, he did eventually. I mean, he did a long time ago. Of old age. But yeah, right. yeah. But never not mind. Like, not in the not movie. In like not the... spoiler alert. <laughs> It, it's not one of those horse I, I movies. Never saw oh, you were just trying to clarify if Biscuit could come back. Yeah, could it, Biscuit oh, come back? I see. <laughs> Probably yeah. not. I don't know. Maybe his child. So I'm ridiculous. done. We can continue. <laughs> that was nice. I don't think we have anything to continue with. I think we're done yeah, with this we did one. It. It's just awkward basketball time. Yeah. 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 yeah we've got more awkward basketball in uh, tomorrow's minute. I can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. Uh, but uh, you guys, what do you what do you think about this room theory about the Tommy Wiseau theory? Um, Honestly, I feel better about it <laughs> than I did five minutes ago. Okay. I just this this movie. I I don't want to strictly compare this to. The prequels, just because like they're worse movies than this, I, oh, I do worse, love yeah. this movie. Uh -huh. But it kind of adds a layer of comfort to this movie that I get with the prequels now that all the memes have come out. Like, yeah. I yeah. actually enjoy watching the prequels now because literally, just a meme Revenge factory. of the Sith is just all memes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And and, actually, and now I have true. yeah, and I have a very there's a lot more comfort I take in watching it, and I think with this movie that just makes it even more. Just like, yeah, you know, I just want to like, sit and watch Spider-Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> so I, that's, I, I like that theory a lot. I'm going yeah. to believe that. Yeah. Why not? Right. Well, Why not? Listeners, what do you think? Yeah, let, let us, us know. know. Uh, and uh, you can do that if you're on Facebook by joining the Spider-Man Minute listener, friendly neighborhood listener group. Uh, join us over there and uh, let us know what your theories are about uh, the uh, performance by uh, James <laughs> Franco in this movie. Yeah, um, what he's what he's trying to accomplish here, or or any other conspiracy theories you have about this movie. Yeah, share your best memes. Into it. Only this yeah. specific. It's minute. a real friendly place. We have a lot of fun there. Yeah, yeah. we absolutely do. So uh, join us there if you haven't already, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with minute forty-two. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>